warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Did you just say world with an H? Whole world. Yeah. Whole world. The whole world. All right. Whole world. All right. (laughs) All right. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. All right. All right, well, you ready to get spooky? Or tonight, maybe even a little bit macabre? Oh, you know I am game for everything about this. <laughs> All right, well. This is what I live for. Tonight, we're going to take a little trip. Just yes. like uh, many people have over the course of centuries past. Oh, boy. A little trip to a place referred to as the Gallows. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. That's a dangerous yeah, well, place for some people. Yeah, hopefully we're not going to take it too literal. <clears throat> yeah, that would be bad. Not yet, anyways. We're not... Yeah, we... Yep. No gallows yet <laughs> in our current world. <laughs> this is hopefully no gallows not. yet. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, well, let's, uh, let's just start here with, you know... Societies are based around a group of people that has accepted that certain things are allowed and certain things that are uh, definitely not allowed. You know, like, hey, hey, if you want to eat cow meat, that's cool here. Oh, you want to eat people meat? Well, that's not cool here. And we aren't fans, so you are no longer part of our society, to put that lightly. Yeah, we got. Yeah, uh, you need to be um, removed from this environment if you want to eat the people meat. Right. So that example may be a little bit extreme, but it you know it gets my point across here. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> societies are also full of a you know small nuance that sometimes is not about whether or not you should start living the life of a cannibal. Hell, sometimes there are societies where it's how you should live the life of a cannibal. That's that's, tr- that's a true. different society than we and most people probably listening to our show are accustomed to. That's very true. But you know, I'm I'm not here to judge. No, we. Yeah, I, won- I wonder how many. If you yeah. want to listen to our podcast while eating a human steak, I guess that's on you. Yeah, I'm wondering how many. How far does our podcast cast reach cannibals? That'd be interesting. I don't know. I don't know where they live. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. either. Haven't done the research <laughs> on that part. <laughs> uh, so one of the simplest kind of ways to learn about a society, though, is through examining laws, which are basically the rules of being in that club. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's true. When laws, annoying as some of them can be, are generally there to protect us or uh, the club members, which, you know, 
we belong to the club of the state of Illinois. We do. What a club. I'm pretty proud yeah. of this club club right now. Usually I'm not. I'm pretty proud of this club at the current moment. I don't know. I don't know. I pay a lot and the roads suck. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> the my 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 proudness derives from the infectious body that seems to be under relative control here. That's kind of a positive. Hmm. That's a plus. Well, anyways, yes. Codes of law have been around forever. The oldest known code of law is the Code of Ur-Namu, written in ancient Sumerian around 12, 2100 BC. God, gotta love the Sumerians. That's almost that's over 4000 years ago. It's a long time. It's almost at the beginning of the earth. Pretty close. Yes, yeah, pretty close. Yeah, well, I'm depending on which society you're a part of, I guess. <laughs> God, these societies within societies, that's a problem. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> and a better known ancient <laughs> code of law would be the Code of Hammurabi. Yes. Right? Most yep. people have heard of that one. Yeah, it's kind of the one that's generally taught as, uh, you know, first written laws. Yep. These codes of law from ancient times to modern times cover many aspects of day-to-day governing of society. There's matters concerning trade, fraud, slander, liabilities, all sorts of things. I think the Code of Hammurabi, I think there's like 270-something laws that were have survived or were understandable. That sounds right. Yeah, there's a lot. One big difference, I would say, between ancient laws and modern laws, though, are the amount of offenses that are punishable by death. True. We differ a little bit on that. Because, man, yeah. you step out of line and get caught doing so back in ancient times, there was a significantly higher chance that you're just being put to death. Yeah, so, oh, you fucked up, you're dead now. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't even, I can't oh. even read. Oh, well, that's too bad. It sucks to be you. Yeah, when I was putting this together, I was thinking of The Life of Brian. Yes. Classic movie. And Very much so. People getting people getting stoned just for saying God's name and stuff. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so laws have been around forever. And right there with them have been executions. Ah, shit. And what better way to know, or what better way to make sure that people know if you are a murderer, you will be killed than just by showing them what happens to murderers. This is what happens when you do this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, certainly is. Yeah, so public executions have been around forever and were meant to serve a purpose. So, yeah. Uh, holy shit, were some ancient methods of executions brutal. You want to talk about some of those? Because yeah, we're gonna. Because they were it. insane. Good. Let's do it. You know, people had to, I mean, they needed to be creative somewhere, and they definitely huh. went all out. Yup. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's just go. There's a whole list on Wikipedia of methods of capital punishment. Great. It is just, uh, just fascinating. People were very creative back then, you know. Got to spend their time doing something. 
So the first the first part is animals. People were crushed by elephants. Great. Cool. Uh, you know, in Roman times, they used to feed uh, feed you to the lions. That is not just a cliche of being thrown to the lions. They would throw you into a pit with lions. Yep. They would also do it with alligators. Why not? Crocodiles. Perfect. Piranhas. Oh. Sharks. Damn it. Right? Can you imagine yeah. a pit full of sharks? They'd just be flopping around on the ground and stuff. Have fun. Yeah, that, there's probably water in there, too. I mean, well, I, I, <laughs> I didn't. It's the, the kiddie pool with sharks in it. Yeah. Fuck, uh, there was. You know if, you know if that sh- if if you if that shark was in like not a lot of water and like you were by that shark and if I mean if he got his teeth into you you would just I mean he would just rip you apart you'd be done because those mm-hmm. would be his like death throes and then you would die with him. Yep. Uh, there was legends of the snake pit where you would be thrown into a pit of snakes. Imagine uh, the, imagine the guy who had get all the snakes. Yeah. Fuck, I need more snakes. I need 50 more snakes. Son you want how many snakes in this pit? Oh my gosh. We don't, you don't have to go get those, right? Okay, Emperor. Yeah. Uh, they would trample you with horses sometimes. That sucks. You Are you familiar with quartering? Uh, I believe so. You can talk about it. I mean, it's basically when they tie. You get four horses, one gets tied to each of your limbs, and then they slap the horses so they all go running in different directions, <laughs> and you get pulled into quarters. What a messy yeah, process. so that's just animals. Blowing from a gun. This was one of my favorites that I came across, because this is insane, and I'd never heard of this. Okay, I, ha- so, I, I don't believe I have either. Okay, so the prisoner is generally tied to a gun with the upper part of the small of his back resting against the muzzle. And when I say gun, I'm talking about cannons. Oh, fair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So they basically tie you to a cannon, like the front of a cannon. Okay. And then they fire that cannon. Oh, my God. So this is... Going to someone describing the process again still. When the gun is fired, his head is seen to go straight up into the air, some 40 or 50 feet. The arms fly off right and left, high up in the air, and fall at perhaps a 100 yards distance. The legs drop to the ground beneath the muzzle of the gun, and the body body is literally blown away altogether. Not a vestige to be seen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. When I I read this, I was like, what the fuck? They're just... Point blanking people with cannons. Fire! Boom! This was uh, especially common. It was used until the 20th century. Of course it was. But it was most popular in the 16th and 17th century Portuguese colonies. Great. But holy shit, that is wild. Yeah, that's insane. You're just blowing a man apart. Yeah. Um... Then there's the Blood Eagle from um, Viking Legends and Tales, which is pretty intense if you're not familiar. It is uh, 
where they cut the skin of the victim by the spine, then they break the ribs so that they resemble blood-stained wings, and they pull out your lungs Whoa! and flip them over your shoulders. Why? So, so <coughs> when you're breathing, it expands, and you suffocate, basically. Why? Oh, my God. Know. Oh, my God. I never knew uh, about that. Oh, my God. Yeah. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Then there's the people who used to get boiled to death. You'd boil them in, you know, whatever you wanted. Yeah. Water, oil, molten lead. Either way. Whatever catches your fancy that day. Molten lead. Uh, Then there was the brazen bull, which is a weird thing, but it's basically a uh, iron bull statue that... They would put you inside and be trapped in this bull statue, and then they light a fire underneath it. What? We've talked about the breaking wheel before. How can we forget the breaking wheel? Past episodes where they take a giant wagon wheel, basically, and break everything in your body, moving up normally. Then there is, you know, your more traditional stuff, like burning, uh... A traditional punishment for Vestal virgins who had broken their vows was being buried alive. Great. That'll teach her. That, Jesus and there Christ. Was always, and there was always crucifixion, you know. We got a whole lot of things based on that. Yeah, we do. Disembowelment, dismemberment, drowning, drawing and quartering, which is a little bit different than quartering. You still get the quartering part that I mentioned earlier. Yes. But the drawing... So, hanged, drawn, and quartered was like a method of execution. So, what that means is uh, they would basically put... Tie your shoulders, kind of. Like, I don't know what you want to call it. But, like, in a frame. So, your arms are like... You're kind of, like, immobilized. Okay. Then they draw you behind a horse to where you're going to be executed. So they just drag you behind a horse. Great. Then they hang you, not to death, though, just until you're almost dead. And then they quarter you. Actually, no, there's a lot more to it in there. Uh, There's a lot worse things in there. So let me go ahead and just read it all to you here. Oh, my Um, God. Where'd it go? Okay, so it was, you'd be fastened to a hurdle or a wooden panel drawn by a horse to the place of execution where you were then hanged almost to the point of death where you were emasculated. So they... Yep. Yep, they cut off your junk. Oh, and then they, just, they, disem- they just made fun of you. Well, no. Like, you wuss. A more literal emasculation. You little bitch. Oh, no, they... Yeah, no, they, they, just, they, they just cut that all off. God. Uh, then they disembowel you. And then they not? be, And then they behead you, and then you're quartered. This is what, why even quarter? What's the point? This is for fun, then. Something to see. Something for the kids. Well, they would spread it around like the towns, so it'd be like, this is what happens. 
this town gets a leg. This one gets like the side and torso. I don't know. I don't know. People are crazy. Um, they take they take their pictures with it. No, they don't have cameras. Can't do that. Yeah. Then then there's keel hauling, which is what people did at sea. It was like you're thrown and dragged yeah. under the boat. Yeah. Uh, by a rope. Uh, sometimes they would dump molten metal on your head. Typically, if you were like a trader or like trying to seize a crown. Oh my god. They'd they'd crown you, but with a yeah. Did you want to be king? Yeah. You want to you want to command this? Yep. Oh my god, my head. There's something in during the Roman Empire called P- Ponacule. I'm probably not saying that right. But I'll just tell you what it is because it's bad enough. You'll you'll remember it. Uh-huh, uh, right. The criminal is stuffed into a sack with a number of animals and they are all together thrown into a body of water. Oh my, kill everybody. What do the animals do? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, then here's a, one that I thought was just absolutely brutal. Uh, scaphism. Or it's also referred to as the boats. The boats. It's, a, it's an ancient Persian method of execution where... Taking two boats framed exactly to fit and answer e- each other, they lay down in one of the. They lay down in one of them the malefa- malefactor that suffers upon his back, then covering with the other, and so setting them together that the head, hands, and feet of the guy are left outside. The rest of his body lies shut up within. So. I don't know why they're called boats. I'm guessing they're somewhat shaped like boats or whatever. Probably. But it sounds like you're you're putting like a small coffin, but like your your arms and limbs kind of hang out and your head's out too. So it's just around like your torso. And so then they shut it up. They offer him food. And if he refuses to eat, they force him to do it by pricking his eyes. Oh. Then after he has eaten... They drench him with a mixture of milk and honey, pouring it not only into his mouth, but all over his face. They then keep his face continually turned up towards the sun, and it becomes completely covered up and hidden by the multitude of flies that settle on it. And as within the boats, he does what those that eat and drink must needs do. Yep. So. Uh Yep, so he does that. Yep, so he's... uh, Definitely soiling himself. Yep. So, continuing on from that, creeping things and vermin spring out of the corruption and rottenness of the excrement, and these entering into the bowels of him, his body is consumed. When the man is manifestly dead, the uppermost boat being taken off, they find his flesh devoured, and swarms of such noisome creatures preying upon, and as if they were growing to his inwards in this way, after suffering for 17 days, they expire. Oh, my God. Well, that sounds like a fucking party. That's a blast. Yeah. And, yeah. So, another telling of it, because these are, like, actually things from history. Like, this is from a 12th century Byzantine chronicler. Uh, he says they 
pour a mixture of milk and honey into the wretched man's mouth till he is filled to the point of nausea, and they smear and then they cover him with that milk and honey, exposing him to the sun, it is repeated every day, so that flies, wasps, and bees, attracted by the sweetness, settle on his face and all such parts of him. Yeah, and then it's just like it just goes through all of it again of them. It's just gross. Just, just. I mean that. It's intense. Brutal. Scaphism. It's just you're devoured by vermin, basically. What an idea. I've all these situations again. Hey, what if, what if, like, yeah, what if we do, or what if I do, what if, yeah, let's find us do it. Let's just fucking do it. Who cares? Yeah. Right. This guy's going to die I mean, he's the bad guy, not us. He only, you know, robbed some lady. (laughs) Yeah. He stole (laughs) some bread. So now he's going to get bees in his fucking throat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and then there was uh, sawing, you know, where some disputed how historically, well, it was known or if it was actually practiced, but in medieval times, you know, they cut people in half with saws long right. ways, so, you oh, know, as you do. As you do. <laughs> and then there was obviously stoning. Oh, you yeah. You know, where you're just pummeled with stones by a group of people that, you know, are better than you. Um, of course. Yeah, they have the rocks. You don't. They're way better than you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, hanging. Yep. Absolutely wild stuff, though. Yeah. And honestly, I think people were just bored. Oh, 100%. And I mean... These public executions, that's just something to do. Like, one hand, it's to punish people to show what happens when you're naughty. And the other is like, well, we got something to do today. We're going to watch this guy ripped apart by bugs and ants. And then he's going to get yeah. sawed in half. We don't have, we're going to watch. We're going to watch. out of work early today because this guy's going to get stuffed full of vermin. Yeah, we're going to get to. Yeah, Dave's going to rip off Jacob's balls. Aren't you excited? That's going to be fun to see that. Yeah. I and, hope I get to. And then we're going to get torn seat. apart by horses. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, and we got we get that kitty pool full of fucking sharks. They're gonna eat some guy tonight. That's gonna be fucking awesome. Kitty pool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. So yeah, people were just bored. Very oh, creative. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's maybe maybe yeah. a little too creative sometimes. Yeah, they're looking at what they got. Like I got this man. And we know these animals. I don't know, I got a pool go. full of I got a pit full of snakes i don't know what to do with them hmm. let's put let's put jeff in there <laughs> he fucked up last week he's still he's we still got him in jail we haven't figured out what to do with him yet maybe his crime is punished by snake pit good idea jeff's yeah. like what <laughs> snake pit get in there jeff <laughs> oh no fuck you jeff yeah jeff you fucked up why did you fucking why did you fucking trip and fall? Why'd you miss Why'd church you... on Sunday? There you go. You got there. <laughs> <laughs> I had a cold. Yeah, it's going to be real cold in that fucking snake pit. No. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. Or that, so, yeah, the so guy... I, I, I don't know or how the... you come up with some of this stuff. Where the guy's like, oh, what, what, how many animals we got? All right. Throw them and Dave in a fucking bag and just whip them into the water. Good choice. Got him. Like, why not just throw them in the water in a bag? Why do they have to be other animals panicking to get out of there? <laughs> oh, man. What if you threw in an animal like a gator that could swim in the fucking thing? 
So he would make it. He'd just eat everything and bite his you're way in out of the bag. You're in a giant bag with a gator, and you're thrown in water. <laughs> yeah, good luck. This day sucks. Yeah, it's not a good day. It's a bad, That's a bad day. Yeah. Uh, well, so let's continue onwards here. Cause sure. We could just talk about how silly some of these are. I mean, blowing from a gun. I mean, that's... You're blowing some dude up. <laughs> like, you're just blowing him up. <laughs> yeah. It's like strapping a firecracker to, like, an ant. Except it's a human being and it's a cannon. Bam! Yeah. Well, he's a part. Did that. Oh, did you see, did you see how he- high his head went? Holy shit. I almost caught it. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. His hand flew into the crowd and hit Susan. Yeah. Well, did you get the <sighs> hand back? No, we let her keep it. Yeah. Well, once once we get all, once we get past all that chaos, you come to what is more often referred to as modern executions, oh, no. which you know are bland by comparison. Uh, you just have your typical beheadings, like guillotine. Saudi Arabia still beheads people with swords, so there's that. Well, uh, you know, it is. Sh- yeah. Yep. That's what happens. Sh- shooting by you know rifle squads or stuff like that right uh lethal injection or most commonly still hanging so you know where's the entertainment value in any of this stuff you know i don't know no No wonder we stopped doing them publicly they just weren't drawing much attention that's gotta be why right i i would (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would hope. I mean, fuck. When was the last? I I swear, like people were pumped about it until they like they they still were still drawing crowds. And then people were just like, "We gotta stop doing this." Because mm-hmm. I mean, it's seeing him. It's quite a show. Fuck. Yeah. Well, let's talk more about hangings. All right. Regarded as the most common form of execution and still employed throughout the world in many countries, hanging really hit its stride around England in 1500. Great. Yeah, so now I want to tell you a little bit of a story here. Okay. So a couple of men, brothers, uh, James White, who was 23, and Walter White, 21. Interesting. Both had decent jobs. They didn't pay much, but, you know, nothing really did at the time. They both worked as farmhands doing any number of arduous tasks that they were asked to complete. In the mid-1700s, it was a lot of manual labor and a lot of extremely hard work for little pay. One day, another farmhand approached with the, uh, the brothers. He approached them and he had a proposition. He said, you know, Farmer Crawley has a bunch of coin tucked away in the main house the three of us moving quick we could bust in there and find where he has it stashed and be gone before anyone is none the wiser so the uh the white brothers back aching and coin purses empty looked at each other and agreed you know it's a solid enough plan no one would get hurt and he's been holding out on our pay for a few weeks now so uh the three men they go through with the plan one day while the farmer's on his way to town. 
They pry the door open, splintering the door frame as they hurry in. The accomplice says he'll watch the door while the brothers search the house. James goes about tearing apart the kitchen, slamming cabinets open and closed while searching for any hiding places. Walter heads to the bedroom. He's looking through dresser drawers, moving clothes around in the closet. Neither of them are having any luck. Walter's anxiety is starting to grow and begins getting frantic, checking floorboards under the bed. And then he hears James call out from the other room. Found it! Walter finds James standing near a desk with drawers hanging open. And he's holding a small leather coin purse. All right, good, says Walter. And they head for the door in a hurry. Then they notice the door hanging open. No one standing watch. The brothers look at each other in alarm and bound for the door. When they get there, standing outside the door is the farmer, Vincent Crowley, and a handful of other workers. Oh, no. A short while later, a constable shows up to take the two perpetrators away. Damn it. Remember how I said in ancient times you were much more likely to be killed for committing a crime? Yes. Well, breaking and entering on top of larceny is definitely one of those instances. Well, this guy's got to go. He's got to go. And we're talking about 1758 here. And although I took a little bit of creative liberties in the telling of that story, just to spice it up a little bit. Sure. uh, In April of 1758, a James White, 23, and Walter White brothers were executed at Kennington Commons for breaking open and robbing the dwelling place of Farmer Vincent of Crowley. And that was taken from an Oxford article. And continuing on from there, they were executed by hanging. And so this was very common at this time for small or petty criminals to face execution on the gallows. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, at least, goddamn, Walter White, it's just a criminal name. Can't get away from it. Hmm. Walter White. At least he wasn't cooking meth, I guess. I guess. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, like I said, it was very common at the time for petty and small criminals. Uh, On the west end of London, there is an area known as Tyburn. For a long time, the phrase, take a ride to Tyburn or go west, you know, was a euphemism for execution. Great. Or dancing the Tyburn jig. Let's have fun with it. Let's play with it. Cool. Yeah. Let's have a good time. Yeah. Tyburn had a large permanent gallows, which was known as the Tyburn tree. Cool. Of course it was. Yeah. Yeah. Here, the public executions took on an almost carnival-like experience. Wouldn't they, though? There would be shouting street traders, food vendors. Nearby seating would be erected for the wealthy to get better views. God. Pickpockets would run amongst the crowd. An irony, since that was a capital offense. Right. Oh, fuck it. But, These criminals don't think they'll get caught. They don't think they'll get caught. Right. But really, the strangest thing of all would be the sick and infirm that would line up near the gallows. But back to my story about the White Brothers. They were hanged, 
Yeah. Beforehand, they acknowledged the justice of their sentence, but they laid their ruin to an accomplice who they declared decoyed them from their laboring work by telling them how easily money was to be got by thieving. So, yeah, just kind of how I threw it in there a little bit. Right. Uh, he, you know, it would have been easy money. But it's always that chance to get caught. And this that story was taken from Gentleman's Magazine and on the 19th of April, 1758. Jeez. But the article continues. It goes on to say, While the unhappy wretches were hanging, a child about nine months old was put into the hands of the executioner, who nine times with one of the hands of each of the dead bodies stri- stroked stroked the child over the face. What? It seems the child had a wen on one of its cheeks, and that superstitious notion, which has long prevailed of being touched, as before mentioned, is looked on as a cure. Science. mm Mm-hmm. Science fact. So a French journalist observed humorously in 1841 that the executioner is a bit of a doctor, just as the doctor is a bit of the executioner. Oh, my God. So... After criminals were hanged, sickly people would line up to be stroked by the right hand of the hanged man. Guys. (laughs) So there were different types of afflictions that people suffered from, and being stroked by the hanged man's hand supposedly cured these few things in following here. Any sorts of swellings, goiters, scrofula, skin tumors, other excrescences, wens, cysts, um, yeah, basically cancers. So, the cure was known as the hanged man's stroke. Great. What a successful Mm -hmm. remedy for all those symptoms. Yep. According to an Oxford an article on Oxford Academic, there are 27 reported instances of stroking documented. However, it is believed that it was such a common practice at the time that most didn't make mention of it. While the recorded instances of the hanged man's stroke represent only a tiny fraction of the thousands of executions over this period, it is likely that the practice was far more common than the newspaper record suggests. The folklore and antiquarian archives confirm that both the notion and the practice were widely known in English popular cultures. Writing in the mid-19th century, the Northamptonshire folklorist Thomas Sternberg stated that he knew of many persons who had received the cure successfully. Uh, The novelist Thomas Hardy also indicated the frequency of the cure in his short story, The Withered Arm where the central character, Gertrude, is advised by a cunning man, Conjurer Trendle, to have her afflicted arm stroked at the next hanging. Come on, Gertrude. So, Come yeah, on. that's this is a thing. we got to get in line. The dead guy's got to touch me. i got to goiter. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He's going to help my fucking goiter. got to have this guy touch me. Has he touched you yet? No, nah, man, I got to get in line. I can't wait to get touched with this dead man. The executioner, he's like my doctor. Yeah. He is a doctor. Doctor, executioner, MD. Well, yep. I mean, that's a whole thing we could go down. I didn't in this episode, but... Sure. When public prof- execution... When public execution stopped being such a thing, a lot of those guys started going into medical practice. I mean, it kind of makes sense with what they know about the body and shit. They probably you know, knew more than most people. Disemboweling people and cutting off yeah. people's dicks and stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. like, I know, I know what's in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can cure your fucking goiter. Is yep. that an axe? Is that an axe? Don't worry about it. I'm gonna cure your goiter. Yeah. You want this cured, right? Yeah. Let me just touch your goiter. I touched a dead man. I've touched many dead men. In fact, I've made him die. So let me just touch your <laughs> hand, and I'll give you the power. Well, hold on. Don't 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 get too far ahead of me here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I'm just spitballing. Oh, what the fuck? Ah, well, the stroking was always done with the right hand, and it was always a male hanged man that was sought after. Of course, it was. The gallows touch or the fascination with the healing properties that one could gain from the hangman didn't stop with stroking. Oh, no. People could try to remove people would try to remove splinters from the gallows and they believed they held some sort of healing properties. They would use them as toothpicks to heal a toothache or similar maladies, or they would use it to rub on wounds in hopes of similar effects of stroking. Just a world of magic. Numerous newspaper report details attempts by members of execution crowds to touch the body of the recently deceased criminal, retrieve their clothes, or take a piece of the gallows. In some, instance, in some instances, the competition to attain such trinkets could lead to outbursts of, outbursts of violence. So yeah, people are just going crazy. They just want the dead man. What a, fun, what a bunch of numbskulls. I mean, come on, guys. Just a world of magic. Just make-believe. Fantasy land. Yeah. I gotta get my special... Yeah, my special dead man powers. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me just take... Let me just take wood out of this fucking gallows and put it in my mouth. That'll make my tooth better. right? (laughs) No! (laughs) All right. Yeah. I'm gonna use it as a toothpick. Makes my teeth feel good. That thing's fucking dirty and it's got dead man germs on it. They'll make me feel better. Yeah. What the hell? So executions bring health benefits. I'm sure there's an argument somewhere against that, but who am I to speak ill of tradition? Fact. It's true. Keep <laughs> it going. <laughs> yeah, keep it going. But, but it was always the right hand. Typically hanged men have two hands, right? Yes, typically. So what about the left hand? Huh? What about what about it? <laughs> I'm sure they just left it alone. The left hand of the hanged criminal, or if the criminal was a murderer, the hand that did the deed, it must be cut from the body of a crim- criminal on the gibbet, pickled in salt, and the urine of a man, woman, dog, horse, and mare, smoked with herbs and hay for a month, then hung on an oak tree for three nights running. Then it is to be laid at a crossroads. After that, hung on a church door for one night 
while the make the maker keeps watch in the porch and if it be that no fear hath driven you forth from the porch then the hand be true one and it be yours what what do i think about that i think you know what i think about that what are we doing i wish i could live in a world where i just made up how what things did you don't want to pickle a hand and pee in a jar and put salt in it? Well, I mean, if it's going to give me magical powers because I just say so, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Huh. I'll get my, my mare to piss in it, my girl to piss in it, I'll piss in it, the dog to <laughs> piss in it. Then I'll throw it on my fucking church's front steps, pin it to the door, <laughs> and yep. then I got magical powers. This oh, practice pa- was known as the Hand of Glory. I don't like that name. And this description is taken from an actual hand of glory that is on display in the whitey... No, that's not right. It auto-corrected here. Of course. I think it was Whitney. Sure. Ah, shit. It was a museum in North Yorkshire, England. Oh, my God. This poor man's Whitby. hand is I think still... it was Whitby. Whitney sounds good. This poor man's hand. Mm-hmm. An article from 1722 says a different way to make a hand of glory. Take the right or left hand of a felon who's hanging from a gibbet beside a highway. Wrap it in part of a funeral pall and so wrapped squeeze it well. Then put it into an earthenware vessel with zimmet, niter, salt, and long peppers. The whole well powdered. Leave it in this vessel for a fortnight, then take it out and expose it to full sunlight during the dog days until it becomes quite dry. If the sun is not strong enough, put it in an oven with fern and vervain. Good. Is this witchcraft? Yeah, hopefully the same oven you cook your food in. Just throw the fucking hand in there. Yeah, make a hand steak. I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah, is this witchcraft? Yeah, it's this made-up magic town. No, it wasn't witchcraft. I mean, maybe it was, but it seemed pretty popular, I guess. Well, the, you know, tr- people people are susceptible to trends. This is true. I mean, they have one still in a museum. This is what we fucking did. Look at this guy's hand. Where's the rest of his body? Who fucking cares? It's just right. his hand. So, so the hand of glory is a powerful item itself. However, to achieve its full potential, it needs a candle. For when the hand of glory is to be used, it needs to be used like a candlestick. You know, it holds a candle. Oh my god. The trick isn't... The trick is, it can't be just any old candle, though. What's this made of? The article from 1722 continues. Next, make a kind of candle from the fat of a gibbeted felon. Virgin wax, sesame, and horse dung. And use the hand of glory as a candlestick to hold this candle when lighted, and then those in every place into which you go with this baneful instrument shall remain motionless. Oh, my (laughs) God. All right. Yeah, of course it would be made out of a dead man. Put him in the fucking candle. It's fine. So it is said that the hand of glory and the candle are most powerful when made from the same hanged man. In some cases, the dead man's hair as the wick of the candle. 
Well, he's just a smorgasbord of cool stuff. Yeah, he's, just he's you know, a one. I mean, just go nuts. He's a one-stop shop. He's a fucking Walmart. Just whatever you need is right there. Yeah, you want to make a candle? Here he is. Yeah. He's just hanging there. Yeah, he got this hair. He got his fucking hand. Can you take some of his can you fat how out? Bad that candle would smell. Ugh. That just tells you how fucking terrible the whole world smelled when that smells better. And they're like, yeah, throw some horse dung in there. That'll make it better. Yeah, what? Yeah, I'm looking for like the top seasons, the top flavors, top scent, horse shit. Gotta have that as my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's what I need. So the Hand of Glory is a powerful magical item that had the ability, ability to unlock any door it came across. Or like I, it said in the other article, or to freeze all persons motionless. Well, of course that would happen. That makes sense. Science. Science. Yeah, science fact. So, unfortunately, most hanged men only have two hands. So our oh. fascinating tale of hands has come to an end. Damn. But there, but there will be more to follow. Man, what? I could have gone on forever. Oh my god, I bet. Yeah. Hand of yep. Glory. What a fucking intense name, too. Oh yeah. That's just two hands. Some of the weird stuff I found where I haven't even got to yet. This is like an intro into corpse medicine. Corpse medicine. Yeah, because what I want is I want my room lit by the candle from a left man, from a left man, from a man's left hand, and then I want to touch myself with his right hand to get rid of my goiter. Stroking. Just. Just rubbing your neck with your, with a dead man's hand. You know, some people would like, well, what if I got to get the, like injecting bleach into yourself? What if I just stick his finger in my mouth? <laughs> you suck his thumb or something like special powers yeah these are just pickled hands and you can still find them like they were that popular that there's they're left over yeah so we got so it's many weird. of these I mean I'm sure they're yeah. hard to find but like museums have them and stuff and it's right. weird how many ancient how many families in England just have these like in their basement they forgot about for generations yeah I don't know I mean how how many warehouses where there's just fucking pickled hands and no one even remembers they're down there? They go, what's this for? Oh, stroke and stuff. Yeah, what? it's for my... <laughs> yeah, it's for this, you know, this fucking... Oh, for health, health purposes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's medicine. Just fucking magic yeah. town. What if I pretend this does something? And then I just say it does. Then I convince myself it does. I guess it works. I mean, then. is it the placebo effect? I don't know. You know, a lot of it's especially if everybody's doing it. So some people's stuff who would just go away normally would credit the hand. You know that happened. Like, yeah. I got a, I got a cough. Oh, I went away. I'm glad I let that hand stroke me from that dead man. Hmm. Yeah. Weird stuff. Very weird stuff. That's why I had this on my list for a long time of things to do. And yes. I was like, I was like oh, let's dive into this. And then I was like, holy hell, this is way bigger than I thought it was going to be. It's time. Yeah, it was time. And just... Yeah, so touched on it. There'll be more coming. I'm not going to say it's going to be our next episode or anything, but... Sure. 
But it'll be down the road. Corpse healing. So much weird stuff. I mean, it's just outrageous. What Mm -hmm. a world. What a world. Yep. I mean, and it's... You got the souvenir part of it because you came home from the fair and then you got to have that guy's hand. You got it. How fucking lucky are you? Yeah, right. Yeah, like Like, this thing, it was a carnival. It was a show, a spectacle. Every time. Oh, man, I didn't even get into part of the stuff I wanted to read. It's Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, it's a carnival. It's a state fair. It's just, it's a fucking summer fest. Your local town's little extravaganza. It became like a thing. I'm just paraphrasing because I, I don't have it pulled up still. But like when you would get marched to Tyburn, the Tyburn tree, there'd be so many people around and people would try to dress their best and, you know, like try to be brave going to the gallows and like, but so many people were hanged there all the time that it like became like a tradition of like keeping like your face up until you get up there because you don't want this crowd of like these thousands of people to like see you and like mock you on your final way out. Right. There's like an honor thing too. So even, even you are part of the presentation. Like, how does this guy, does he handle his fate with honor? Does he take it like a man? Or does he cry about it? Does he grovel? Does he, is he distant? Right. Does he cry? Yeah. Nobody was, wants uh... to see a guy up there being hung crying. That's going to bum the kids out. They want to see a noble man just get repped, ripped apart. Get him, <laughs> watch him get repped. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's bizarre. Lots of weird stuff. No monsters in this one. Oh, I think there's but. a monster. I think there's a monster. I think there's a whole bunch of monsters, actually. <laughs> I think there's no, several. No. I think. Yeah. Could go back to our <laughs> our unofficial motto, man yeah. is the real monster. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because what are we doing? Everything. Oh, yeah, we're going to. Every crime you commit means we got to murder you. And then when we murder you, we take you to a public place and hang you. Everybody's going to watch. It's going to be a spectacle. And then once you're fucking dead, I'm going to turn your left hand into a candle. And I'm going to touch myself with your right hand to get rid of my goiter. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm ever publicly executed, I want to be blown with a gun or whatever it's called. Yeah, blown because, with a gun. Because that's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you should get. Yeah. Do you want to be hit with a missile? Because yeah, that's that, basically that, what's happening. That execution should be called like Boomtown. I'm going to Boomtown. <laughs> what? Yep. Yeah, Boomtown. Yeah. Boom. Going to fucking blown with a gun. To, to downplay it. I don't like Boomtown. Ex- yeah, explode. it's just like the 1812 overture just going. Boom. Limbs everywhere. <laughs> oh my god what if you had like six guys up there it's like six guys and six cannons you could just blow them like what if you had enough guys to do the whole thing just, like, 45 men obliterated body parts everywhere so many oh, candles man. yep so many candles so many uh... and then imagine a world that smells so terrible you think making oh, a candle out of horse shit is a good idea <laughs> what a terrible uh, world. Yep. How can we do anything? That shit's still inside of us. 
if things degrade enough, people will still think it's cool to have hand candles. That will come back. If people, if things fall apart, this is fucking awesome. Like, if you can't, like, you know, buy any of your material goods, you'll find other things to care about and collect. Like, fucking hands. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the story of the hanged man's hands. <laughs> Hangman's hands. Beautiful. What a cool yeah. species. How can we, how do we accomplish anything? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't. Because some people, because sum- some people take that, uh, that creative wanting to learn how to do something better and they apply it to better things than how could I kill this guy more That's violently? True. You're right. It's a numbers game. Enough people make enough progress where they drag us all forward. Mm-hmm. From ancient Sumeria to nowadays, the same species with the same people. The DNA is the same. The brain is the same. Fuck. <laughs> it's just yep. not it's just not encouraging. Well, a lot of, I got a lot of chew on there. Oh, that sounds no, now I'm thinking about chewing on hands. That's not got a lot to think mm-hmm. about here. Mhm. A lot to think about. I mean, if anybody has any thoughts on the dead man's hands, you can email us at weirdandfreepodcast at gmail.com. All the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Patreon. If you have a hand of glory. What's up? If you have a hand of glory. If you have a hand of glory, use it to send us an email. Mm-hmm. Like tape it to your hand and like make it type. Yeah. Oh, my God. Claw. Yeah. Be a finest and all the things, and then just like just like a dead man's hand, you just gotta stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Cause those things never stop staying spooky. Be a dead man's hand. Mm-hmm. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>